The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Variety Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericavariety.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. When I got my Keurig Brewer, I loved it so much I decided to name it. The right name had to fit my many sides, from the bold dark roast side to the soft herbal tea side. I landed on Freddy. Yeah, Freddy. It works for me. Who doesn't love their Keurig Brewer? It can brew the perfect cup of coffee, tea, and hot cocoa with just the touch of a button. All without a fuss and so little mess or cleanup. With over 250 varieties to choose from, it's no wonder people actually name their Keurig Brewers. Visit Keurig.com for more info. about to inspire you with the stories of real people. Welcome to A Current Life with your host, Jimmy Gould. In the next hour, you will meet one of the most interesting and successful people in the world. Listen as Jimmy gets their real story of success, both the highs and the lows. We hope that you take with you some of the ideas we will share today and embrace your own journey. Now, here's Jimmy. Welcome to another edition of A Current Life. I'm your host, Jimmy Gould, and I'm very excited and honored to introduce to you my very special guest, Ted Bolzer. Welcome to A Current Life, Ted. You guys have me. Well, I'm extremely happy to have you as a guest on my show, and this show is dedicated to this special weekend in your life as a NFL Draft Day special. Uh, Ted Bolzer graduated from Indiana University, where he broke every record in IU history as a tight end and finished in the top eight the John Mackey Award for Best Tight End in the Nation. Uh, we're really happy that you've agreed to share your journey with us, and especially on this weekend when some very special young athletes, very elite athletes, are going to be taken into the National Football League, either as drafts, draft uh, players or free agents. And I know you've worked hard in your life for this, and I'm happy to be a part of it, and I wanted to have you share your journey and what it's been like with our listeners uh, this show's about life's journey and the ups and the downs that we all experience so, and how we kind of overcome to get where, we, where we're meant to be. So on that note, I'd like to start with your early years and ask you what life was like for you as a child growing up in Cincinnati. Uh, life was great. Um, I was very fortunate to have the family and friends surrounding me. Um, I was a very active kid playing just about every sport and, um, and currently still playing football. Well, there's certain stories, if you look back on your life, and especially I would imagine that this is a very reflective time with everything going on, so many things happening. I'm sure you watched the draft last night and, you know, know that uh, really nobody knows what's going to happen here. So is there one story that stands out as a child that kind of helps shape your life? Um, Something my mom shares with me uh, regularly is just how competitive I was. I mean, whether I'd be, um, especially in my younger years, just no matter who I was going up against, whether they'd be 30, year old, 30 years old and uh, like a marathon or something or just a, a mile run, I was always just competing and just trying to beat everybody and no matter who they were. Did you come from a big family? Uh, I came from a, a medium-sized family. I have two older brothers and uh, both my parents. And, um, I mean, we're a very close-knit family and we share everything with you 
with each other. And, uh, I mean, we, we, uh, it couldn't be better. And what did your parents do? My mom works for a perfume company in sales, and my dad is a special ed teacher in uh, northern Kentucky. And, and I know you come from a very athletic family. Your dad played baseball, and your mother was a ballerina. How do you think that influenced you and your choices in life? I think my parents obviously had a huge impact on my life. Um, I mean, they taught me everything I knew today. Um, they, they taught me my competitiveness and uh, just my all-around everything, just to be who I am and where I'm at. Um, I mean, our whole family is competitive in every single aspect and if you give us a task and we're going to try to be the best at it what do you think competitiveness is something that you inherit from your parents or do you think it's something that you have to build over time i think it's definitely uh, inherited um i mean my my mom tries to do the best that she can do and she is one of the best salespeople in perfume um i mean my dad has one of the hardest jobs and i think probably the nation um just teaching special ed kids and um, just helping them throughout the whole day. And uh, and my brothers, just the way they walk and talk is just everything we, everything we do is just trying to be the best. And, um, I mean, and it, it, it shows on how we just carry ourselves. Well, I've been fortunate to know your family a while and obviously watch you grow. Uh, uh, I have a son that was very close in age to you. And, you know, it's been fun watching you grow, and, and especially as you went through your high school years and playing three different sports and, and with all the opportunities that were in front of you. So, you know, having gone to the Indiana and, and, and now going through this transition into the National Football League, I would imagine that this was something that you'd always look forward to doing. And I know you had a scholarship even for lacrosse and, and you chose football. So I'm curious, as a child, was this a dream of yours or is this something that came along later in life? Yeah, absolutely. Um, I mean, like you said, I, I grew up playing sports, um, and so, some uh, some of the time playing two sports in the same um, in the same uh, at the same time, so, like playing baseball and uh, lacrosse at the, um, at the same time. But uh, yeah, it, it was always a childhood dream, and, um, and I, I took it and ran with it. I never looked back. You think you know uh, when you're younger or, or you know in your case you had two older brothers so did they help you kind of get tougher and i know in my family my older brother used to pick yeah. on me all the time and did they do that to you too yeah absolutely and uh i mean both my brothers they both picked on me a little bit but not for too long because i ended up being a lot bigger than them a lot quicker <laughs> and uh i mean i i i started playing uh, basketball, or lacrosse, and football when I was in first grade, and I, I played with third graders who were three, two or three years older than me, and a lot bigger than me. So, I mean, I was always just tough, and I mean, my dad, my dad put me through that, and uh, I mean, it, it made me who I was today. Did you have any heroes as a child? I'd say just my whole family, and especially my dad. Um, my my dad's done everything for me. Uh, he's he's taken on multiple jobs just just to send me places to just to get a look from other people and uh, just to show off my talents. And I mean, he's done every single possible thing. And uh, I mean, I commend him for that. And hopefully, be hopefully be the half man he is today. 
Well, you know, as I said, I've known your family a while, and, and they're very special, and they're incredibly dedicated to you and what you're going through right now and, and have been, you know, your entire life. And it's nice to see that because I think the family structure, frankly, in our country, I don't know about the rest of the world, but in our country is kind of broken down a little bit, and I think that it's nice to see, you know, what you all have, and I think it does make a difference. And, frankly, in the NFL, I think that they have to spend more time paying attention to those things that help define a person because, you know, it's not going to be an easy road. It's a tough road to go into the National Football League. I've been representing, you know, young people, athletes for 20 years and um, probably represented over 100 players into the league. And I guess for our audience, I should let people know that I represent you and you've been really solid in how you've gone about your hard work here and your dedication. And, and clearly you have a dream and you have a desire to go to the next level, and I believe you're going to go to that next level and you're going to play a long time in the NFL. And uh, I, What I've seen about you is your determination, and even when things aren't going the way you want them to go, it just makes you work harder and tougher. And I just wonder where you get, get that from and, and, and in how you look at maybe looking back on your life. Was there a particularly tough moment that you experienced in your early years and how you overcame it? Uh, yeah, absolutely. Uh, there was a time uh, we got a new head coach at Indiana University, and um, it was probably one of the hardest years of my life. Uh, we had people quitting left and right, um, and I was um, I was unfortunate enough to uh, I had a hurt hamstring early in the season during camp, and I mean we probably had close to thirty kids quit within. I mean, a couple couple months that our, our new coach, Coach Wilson, was there. And um, it, it made me who I was today just because, I mean, we, it made me persevere through the hardest times. And, the, the I mean, every single day was just a grind. And, um, you know, a lot of people didn't make it. I mean, I graduated with probably four kids from my, um, my high school recruited class. And, um, I mean, just – just persevering every single day and um, just working hard. And to get to where I am today, it's, it's just a blessing. How do you find the balance between athletics and schoolwork and kind of the different things, the obligations that you have, especially when you were playing base basketball, lacrosse, and baseball when you were in high school? How did you manage to kind of keep it all together? Because playing a Division One sport, especially at a Big Ten school, is not easy. Yeah, it is definitely hard. Um, I'm I'm not gonna lie. In the very beginning, freshman year is really really tough. Um, it, it was something that I was not used to. Uh, and you know, when people are recruiting you, it's everything just sounds great. But when you first get there, everything is just a lot different. And uh, you know, the, you don't realize the workload that is put on your chest with not only schoolwork but football. I mean. If you're not doing extra time by yourself in football, you're not going to last, which is fortunately what I've been doing and got me to where I was today. But do you have other interests outside of football and 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 obviously things that you know when you're or when you take your time to yourself? What are the things that you know someone would find <laughs> you doing? Yeah, uh, I I love and I've been doing a lot of uh, golf. Uh, it's just really relaxing and just gets you away from everything and. Um, I mean, it's just a good pastime, and uh, a lot of my friends do it, and I think it's a great sport to pick up, and, I mean, it's something you can do forever. 
Yeah, I've always said to the people that I represent that it's probably one of the best things they can do is learn to, learn to take up the game of golf because the opportunities are great with, you know, corporations and people that run corporations love to get out on the golf course with you and talk about their businesses and the things that you do. And it's all part of networking and part of growing. So I think it's a great thing that you're doing that. Are you any good? Um, I'm getting better. Um, <laughs> you know, I just picked it up a couple of years ago. And with the limited time of um, playing football in college and uh, in training pretty much every single day of the week, it's it's hard. But, I mean, I'm athletic enough, I'd like to think so, um, that I can pick it up a lot quicker than a lot of other people. So I'm getting better. So growing up, did you have a favorite football player? Yeah, I did. Um, I really, really, really respected the way uh, Brett Favre, uh, played the game of football um, in every aspect, how tough he was, the way he played, and then the way he played through every injury and how long and how durable he was. And it's just insane to see how, like what he went through and how well he produced and the things he did. And, I mean, not only can you learn from him as a football player, but as like a, a person as well. So... Let me ask, so as you've gone through this transition at Indiana, what was life like at, at, on campus at Indiana? I mean, Bloomington's a beautiful place, and you played football there for four years. Um, you, you broke almost all the records, if not all of them. Uh, you were up for a lot of awards. Tell me what your college life was like and what playing football in the Big Ten was like and maybe some of your more memorable moments uh, in particular games. Um, man, it's a lot of them, right? Yeah, there's a lot of them. I mean, I like I said, I I, uh, I mean, I, I played, I think it was 48 games in college. Wow. So, I mean, I, I've been starting since I was a freshman for the majority of the games. And so, I mean, there's so many different memories. But, I mean, my freshman year was one of the best just because I was soaking it all in. I had really had no idea if I was going to play that year. And, um Ended up being a freshman All-American and uh, doing a lot of great things just to, to help the team and is just just soaking it in and just realizing that I was just scouting like a team like Michigan that week and watching film on them was just amazing to me and I, I couldn't believe it and I mean I didn't let let it get to my head but um, it was just a great thing to feel and be, go through. Was. Uh... Any one game in particular, as you look back, I'm sure the pros have asked you that, but what would you say was your best game? I'd say probably um, either against Navy this past year. Mm -hmm. I did really well. Uh, 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 Two touchdowns and um, uh, let's see here. I, I had... Two touchdowns and I think like seven catches for around seventy yards, and I uh, was actually put up for the John Mackey um, John Mackey Award Tight End of the Week, which is, was given to the best tight end in the nation that week, which I won. Well, you know, you were up, I guess, in the for tight, best tight end in the nation, uh, which I think uh, um, you know they I know they do that every year and. Uh, what does that mean? What did that mean to you to be up for that award? It was amazing. Uh, I couldn't believe it. Uh, it. It's it's really surreal and just going to where I was from to being on that put on that stage is very fortunate. Um, 
there's, there's not many things that a lot of people get to do, and uh, I was very lucky enough to be a part of it. So there's a comment that says it's just as easy to talk yourself into something as it is to talk yourself out of it. Have you ever had a moment of self-doubt, and if so, how did you handle it? Um, I, I started to have self-doubt when uh, that first year when uh, Coach Wilson got to Indiana University. Um, after that year, I didn't have a great year at all. I struggled. I didn't get many passes. I only had one touchdown. I really doubted myself. I didn't know if I were cut out to play with the in the big leagues and and but I mean fortunately enough um, the, the perseverance and just my all around attitude I, I pushed even harder and and got through that year and then had one of my better years uh, my junior year so I mean it, that was definitely a that was definitely the year that was um, something I had to persevere through and I mean it made me a stronger person for sure. Well, that was my question. I mean, adversity, I think, is a pretty essential thing in anybody's life if they ever want to get to the next level. And, and you know, if it, I've always said it makes one stronger if it doesn't kill them. Uh, when you have that self-doubt, you know, I assume that, that you've got to re- reach pretty deep and find out those things that your parents taught you or the things that you learned as you were a young person and not, you know, just really... Look at look at life as the cup is half full, not half empty. I mean, and and can have faith. Does faith play a big part of your life? Yeah, it does. Um, it really does, and not not only in like religion, but just just believing in myself. And um, I mean, I, I I really do believe in my talents and my uh, and my athleticism, my everything. I I know I can be one of the best tight ends. Um, in this draft class, and I, I know I will be. So, just everything I believe in, I, I know I can do it, and I know I will do it. And if I, if I, if I see someone else doing something better than me, I'm going to try to beat them out, no matter what. Well, it kind of starts, I guess, when you decide that you want to, and you're going to graduate, which you did. And uh, what was your major in? It was in uh, business management. Ah. And did that play a role in you picking, uh, well, I guess, picking me as your agent? I mean, what led you to the choice? Um, I know you were interviewed by a lot of people and you interviewed a lot of agents. What, what was really the deciding factor for you to, you know, come with me? And, and in particular, you know, what were some of the experiences and how you look back on how that whole process was? Yeah, it was, it was a long, long process. And, uh, I was very, I mean, lucky enough to be family friends with you. And, uh, I mean, it, it, there's so many different sketchy things that people go through in the, right. in the agency process. And, I mean, just to have somebody that's trusted and well-known throughout the NFL, and not only the NFL, but the business world as well. I mean, I, I respected, I mean, your work ethic and the people who respected you. And, I mean, definitely the business part, definitely um caught my eye and i realized that i can't play football forever and i know you being an agent was only a small part of what you do and i mean it happens to be one of the best things you do as well and i mean i know i can't play for football forever like i said so i mean just knowing you and having you as my contact and my agent 
It couldn't be a better. It couldn't be better at all. It's the best of both worlds. Well, I was very honored by that, and and it does. It is special when you've watched somebody grow, and you know, and and familiar with with them and the family, and and you know, uh, it is a part of what I do. It's one of the more fun parts of what I do every day, and and what's particularly gratifying is watching someone you know grow and get their dream and and go after their dream and and be given every opportunity and chance to make it and to achieve their dream. And, and I know that's something that will happen for you because of the hard work. You know, uh, agents don't make great football players. Frankly, you know, you, you are the one responsible for where you're going. All I can do is maybe help open some eyes and open some doors. But what I see most about you is your incredible, fierce commitment to your goals and and that nothing will stand in the way and and we probably went through a difficult test when the combine yeah. happened and you weren't invited to the combine which was one of the probably the most onerous things I've ever witnessed in the 20 years of being an agent because um, you deserved it and I've often said to the scouts and the people that make those decisions you know they don't know uh, it's not a science and they try to make it a science but it's not a science and and they tend to give the juniors who are coming out early favoritism over the seniors, and it's all wrong. And and I let them know, as you know, I let them know that. But frankly, in some ways, maybe it was a blessing because, you know, you worked. I'm not saying you worked harder, but you certainly didn't sit back and, you know, you push yourself. And when you push yourself, you know, the, the those things that are special come out. And I noticed that about you is that it just made you, you know, more determined than I even thought was possible because you're one of the most determined people I've ever known. And I was proud of how you handled that. You were training in Florida with Bomberito and, you know, you ran a great 40 time in the 4-7 and, you know, you, you've already been known and around the league as having the best hands and you know how to block. And frankly, this year with the, some of the offensive linemen going down, you were forced to block more than you normally would have done. So yeah. I think you definitely deserve to be drafted. I think you definitely will play in the league a long time. But what I noticed about you the most was your character. And that's the thing that the NFL needs to really focus on more than they even do. And they're getting better at it, but they need to get much better at it because it's really, to me, it's the difference between success, uh, even for a team, because a team is only as good as its total parts. And one person can throw them off. So I commend you and all the work you've done, your family's done with you. And I know that this is going to be an exciting weekend. It's going to end up in a really good place for you, and I'm 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 very excited for you, and I'm I'm proud to be a part of that. So thank you for that. Yeah, I appreciate it. Thanks for everything. I mean, what like do you? you said, I pre- yeah, again, I appreciate everything you've done for me as well. Let me ask. So football is a passion and a career for you. Uh, how do you uh, find time and to free yourself up in your mind from it, so that you're not always thinking about, it, especially at this time. Because after the commercial break, we're going to talk a lot about what it's been like to transition into this stage of your life, preparing for the draft, and what this weekend's got to be like. It's a very emotional time. I've been through it for 20 years, and I can tell you that no matter what you think, it's never like it seems. So how do you free yourself up when you just feel the pressure and the stress and the support? What do you do about it? Um, Well, usually I... uh... I, I contact my my best friends from uh, high school, uh, Kane Muir, Ryan Murphy, Tucker, Isgrig, and Andy Pipes. Uh, 
I mean, the, every time I talk to these guys, they they are they're always extremely positive. I mean, ninety five to one hundred percent of the time, they don't even bring up football. Um, wow. I mean, it's 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 really it's crazy, and I mean, I don't think I could have had a better friendship or picked better friends in my life. Um, I mean, uh, not even not even just them, but their families. Never been seen or been around such supportive, like successful people. And uh, I mean, I'm very, very lucky. And uh, like I said, it's hard to find somebody that doesn't talk to you about football. And uh, I mean, these guys don't even second guess it. They, I don't even have to ask them to say anything, and they don't. So, I mean, well, they, I. I guess you'll be buying a lot of tickets wherever you go for your friends. You know, it's about time for us to take a commercial break. When we come back, we'll continue talking with Ted Balzer and his career as a future National Football League player on our special edition of NFL Draft Weekend. This is Jimmy Gould with my special guest, Ted Balzer. You're listening to A Current Life brought to you by Green Mountain Coffee, Pure Romance, and Ads Baseball Network. Please stay tuned. the experts. Call toll-free right now. 1-866-472-5787. Hello? And ask our all-star team to answer your question. That's 1-866-472-5787. Thank you for calling. VoiceAmerica.com The stove, the refrigerator, all the pots and pans. The sink? Sure. Take the kitchen sink, too. Yeah, pretty much everything in the kitchen I could live without if I had to. Except, of course, my Keurig Brewer. Who doesn't love their Keurig Brewer? It can brew the perfect cup of coffee, tea, and hot cocoa with just the touch of a button. All without a fuss and so little mess or cleanup. With over 250 varieties to choose from, it's no wonder your Keurig Brewer is the favorite thing in your kitchen. Visit Keurig.com for more info. When I got my Keurig Brewer, I loved it so much I decided to name it. The right name had to fit my many sides, from the bold dark roast side to the soft herbal tea side. I landed on Freddy. Yeah, Freddy. It works for me. Who doesn't love their Keurig Brewer? It can brew the perfect cup of coffee, tea, and hot cocoa with just the touch of a button. All without a fuss and so little mess or cleanup. With over 250 varieties to choose from, it's no wonder people actually name their Keurig Brewers. Visit Keurig.com for more info. Stimulating talk gets those synapses in the brain firing really fast. All the time. The number one internet talk station where your opinion counts. VoiceAmerica.com You're listening to A Current Life with Jimmy Gould. If you have a question or comment for Jimmy or his guest today, please call 1-866-472-5788. That's 1-866-472-5788. If you'd like to send an email, the address is acurrentlife at yahoo.com. Now, back to the program. Welcome back to A Current Life. This is Jimmy Gould, your host, with my very special guest, Ted Balzer. Uh, Ted, before we... Um uh, took our break. We talked a little bit about what you do when things are kind of negative around you, or you have a bad game, or something's not going the way you want it to go, and you you have your kind of family of friends that have been your friends for a long time that you can reach out to. Did you truly ever dream that you would be preparing for this weekend to enter the NFL draft and play football in 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 you know the next 
decade of your life or longer. I mean, you know, there are 32 teams that draft basically 53 players on a roster. I mean, that's 1,600 people in America out of almost 300 million Americans. It's such an elite, difficult thing to achieve. Did you dream that you would be here this weekend? Yeah, uh, ever since I was a little kid. Um, I, mean, I, was pl- I grew up playing sports, and like we said earlier, and uh, I mean, I, I, I couldn't even imagine my life without playing football. Um, I don't know what I'd do, and I'm very, very lucky to have it in my life right now and currently. And like you said, there's not many people that get to do it uh, much anymore past i mean let alone get into college and play in division one sport but i mean it's a very elite class and it, it it comes with a big load on your chest in that you have to you have to just watch your back and you have to um uh just be around people and you have to like watch what you say, and uh, I mean, just everything. You just, it just comes with a lot of stuff that you have to deal with. But it's all, it's all. I'm very fortunate to have. You know, um, I always tell everybody it's a privilege, not a right, and therefore treat it as that because it can disappear in a split second. And I know you know that, and I know you'll guard yourself accordingly. And you really do have it's a partnership with a team. The team spends a lot of money and makes a big commitment to you, and in turn, you've got to make a big commitment to them. And your goal is to win a championship. And, and, and as you know, every weekend, the people who go to work every day, they look forward to watching you play on the field and hoping that that championship is part of their championship. So, you know, um, um, I know you won't let them down. Uh, it's a journey, and, and this is just another part of your journey of life, just like going into business will be part of it or going into teaching or going into the things that your parents have taught you. I mean, you have exceptional family, as you've talked about, and, you know, as you're getting ready for this weekend, tonight and tomorrow night, um, what are your expectations for this 2014 NFL draft? Uh, I have really high expectations. Um I have had my whole life, um, from when I was younger until now, and nothing has changed. I expect myself to, I mean, not only get on team, but stay on there for a long, a long time. Um, I mean, whether I get drafted or not, um, I know that I'm going to find somewhere that's going to want me, and, I mean, they're going to get everything I've got. Um, that's one thing I pride myself on is my effort. And people ask me, what something I would bring to them the first day of practice. I'd say, you're going to get my all-out effort every single play, every single down, no matter what I'm doing, whether it be special teams or on offense. Um, so, I mean, I have high expectations for not only myself, but everything surrounding me. Well, I personally think it's healthy to set high expectations. Uh, I, I assume you feel the same way, and, and if so, why? Um, I mean... If I didn't have high expectations, I wouldn't even have come close to where I've been right now. Um, I mean, it's it's it started. I mean, I started realizing that I was going to be able to play in the NFL at I mean, a younger age, and I mean, I always thought I was better than the person in front of me. And if people or somebody didn't think that, I would make them prove, or I would 
show them something that would prove that I am. And um, I think it's very important to set high expectations. And if, if you didn't, I mean, it's not it's not very good. And it, it, it's like healthy for you to. You should do it. So tell everybody what it's like to go from college, uh, whether it's in a bowl game or not. You did play in the East-West All-Star game. Um, uh, you did quite well in that game, and you – uh, had your pro day at Indiana, and you did quite well there. And But tell them what you did um, to get ready for your training and everything else, what you did. You went down to Florida, and tell them a little bit about what a day was like for you down there. Yeah, well, uh, yeah, fortunately enough, I had you as my agent um, who sent me and put me down into one of the, the best places to train pre-draft uh, down in uh, northern Miami at Pete Bomarito's um, training facility. Uh, it was just being there was, first of all, just great. Just being surrounded by all the NFL talent, catching balls from Colin Kaepernick, working out with Rob Gronkowski, um, and just knowing and just seeing how the way they live life is just so inspiring. And I mean, it's it's really great. And uh, I mean, just a day working out down there, we'd probably I'd have to wake up around six thirty. 6.30 in the morning, um, get there by 7. Uh, we'd have to eat our breakfast and start training by 7.45. And um, we train, we do sprints, and um, we would, uh, I mean, we do the whole, we do everything. Uh, we, we'd lift, um, we do all kinds of resistance stuff. It's, it really just came down to, like, technique, um, and uh, I mean, we we start we train probably until about four four o'clock in the afternoon. So we'd we'd be there from about seven to about four, watching film, doing all kinds of stuff, watching film with Kelly Washington, um, doing wonder licks, running routes, catching passes, lifting, um, doing sprints, all kinds of resistance stuff, and I mean, it was fantastic, and it couldn't have been any better. Well, it's pretty incredible because they really do break down your technique and then they rebuild your body around the, the technique that they want you to use, right? They, yeah. If you have strong body strength in a certain part of your body or overcompensate or whatever, if your gait's wrong or whatever, I mean, this is true scientific development and Pete Bomarito is the best at it and his people and you had chances to work with some of the best quarterback coaches and some of the best receiving people and tight end and obviously you got faster and you got, you know, you certainly got in shape and, you know, you already have the best hands of anybody coming out. Everybody says that about you and you've already shown that you played in the big 10. So you played against great competition. Um, you know, I think, I think it's all about where's the best opportunity for you. I know it's always an emotional thing to want to be drafted, I've often said, you know, and I think you will be drafted, and I think it's a great thing to be drafted, but at the end of the day, the more important thing is where you end up and the opportunity that you're given to stick. Because once you stick, you know, it's a long haul because uh, you can play for many, many years, have a heck of a life, have an opportunity that most people could never touch or feel, and open yourself to a really a whole new world and, and, and complete your 360, complete, you know, becoming the person you dreamed of being when you were that little boy who loved playing football. Yeah, absolutely. 
Um, it definitely was a dream. And like you said before, it, it, it really was. And I never realized how much it was. It came down to a science of like a track meet when we were joining our pro day. I mean, we're not training for the NFL. We were training for a track meet there. And um, it was crazy the things they did and uh, opened up my hips and um, all the kinds of technique and everything just down to a science. And, uh, I mean, it, it is crazy and it is a dream coming, tr- coming true and I'm, I'm soaking every bit of it in. What's the most challenging part and also the most rewarding part of being a football player? Most challenging part would probably be um, probably just how physical the game is. Um, people don't realize how how big some of the guys are that we're playing against. Um, it, it's it's truly unbelievable how somebody can make it through a football game um, un, uninjured or anything. Um, it's if once once you see the people in, in in um in person it's just it's just a whole nother level and a whole new respect that you have for the the players that are playing the game and throwing their bodies around um just giving everything they got to make i mean to make a living for for their job and for their kids and for their family um it's it's crazy and i i mean i respect everybody who i mean who's played the game and um it's it's truly it's it's really crazy if you really think about it how big these guys are and how people survive. I mean, playing the game for as long as we have, they keep today. getting bigger too, don't they? Yeah, bigger, faster, stronger. Uh, that's I mean that's what the NFL is going to be about, and yeah. uh, I mean that's what that's what we I mean we train ourselves. I mean kids start lifting at a younger age and kids keep getting bigger. So I mean it's only going to get. Yeah, I mean, like we said, they're only going to get bigger and faster. And, uh, I mean, it is a job, and it's 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 weird treating it like that now. I mean, growing up, uh, I've just it's just been fun. And, um, I mean, there's nothing to lose. Uh, I mean, I always had practice the next day. But now coming to the league, it's, it's it's a whole new ball game, and it's, it's a job. And, I mean, it's hard to realize that, and I slowly am. But... I mean, I I personally am going to treat it like a game and enjoy it and love it, and I mean that's why I still play it today. Uh, I truly do love the game, and I don't know what I'd do without it. What's the most rewarding part of being a football player? I'd say just the privilege and the uh, the name that comes with being an NFL player. Mm-hmm. Um, it's like you said, it's it's very rare to see that, and. Um, Especially being from um, a small public school from I mean, Cincinnati, Indian Hill High School. Um, I think maybe one other guy has uh, played in the NFL. Um, just having those kids just look up to me and being their role model and just just having I mean just being surrounded by them and I, I just love I just love being a role model for them and um, I mean doing. I'm trying to do whatever I can do to help out that high school, and uh, I mean it's it's a, definitely a privilege. You, cer- and very you certainly you certainly are too. You know, I mean we we have of course my son Lucas looks up to you, and he's six foot eight, and he looks up to you, and and loves the fact that I'm representing you, and he's so excited about this draft, and of course his best friend or in his life is your is it your cousin or nephew? yeah cousin cousin. 
Ben Ben Fraser and Ben, of course, has been very instrumental in in, yeah. in us all knowing each other and and just the impact you have on them is really something. I mean, and I'm sure on your buddy Jake and everybody else that's around you. You know, it, yeah. it it's great to see your family. Before I talk about you know your other significant half, Danielle, I want to ask if you have anything to say to Tom and Tony, your parents. If there's anything you want to say to thank yeah. them for what you're yeah. about to go through, yeah, absolutely. I mean, my parents have been there for me. No, I mean, through thick and thin, um, they always have my back. My brothers too. Um, I, I've been truly blessed, and I've been extremely lucky to have them in my life. And I mean, I mean, going to college it was it, it was hard just seeing and realizing that some kids don't have any family to look look forward to, and. Uh, I'm very blessed. Um, I love them all to death, and I couldn't thank them enough. Um, they they truly are very special people, and um, have done a lot of great things for me and a lot of other people in their lives. But I mean, I loved them to death. I couldn't thank them for anything more, um, and they're going to continue doing so. So with or without the NFL, so. Well, they're very proud of you right now, and I think that they're going to continue to be that way because they're very down-to-earth. You're a very grounded individual. Uh, you're one of the most grounded people I've come across in this sport. Uh, uh, it's a pleasure to be around you. You just came back from the National Football League where you met uh, Jeff Pash, Executive Vice President of the NFL, uh, who just was completely blown away by you, and you had a chance to meet the owners of the Giants and and you've met so many people at the Corey Stringer Institute event that you sat in on the board meeting. I mean, uh, I think you realize all the good that you'll be able to do when you're in this league and how you can give back to the world and make it a better place. And I'm just curious if you're, if you're really feeling that now because you certainly took it all in and you got a lot of exposure and you've gotten it very quickly and you've handled yourself so beautifully i i i just i'm so proud of you what 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 did you take away from having toured the nfl and and meeting mr pash and seeing the other people there and getting a look at you know what it was like uh honestly that was one of the first things that hit me that the draft was so soon and and that i could be lucky enough to be in this league um is I really didn't even realize it until I mean until you took me there. Uh, it was it was an amazing time. Uh, it couldn't have gone better. Um, just being in the office and seeing the NFL logo everywhere we go, seeing NFL players up on the the walls, seeing the Lombardi Trophy, seeing every single Super Bowl ring that's ever been handed out is just I mean it it made me just want it that want it even more. Um, it was it was truly an amazing thing and in meeting the uh vice commissioner of the NFL is is i mean it's very you, you don't people don't do that it's it's just not normal and just to being being in this opportunity and having you take me there it really opened my eyes and um really excited me and i like like you said it couldn't have gone better i i love talking to those guys i mean i love soaking in all the information they give me and um they're very kind enough to, I mean, talk to me and share everything they had. Um, it's it, it was an amazing time. It, it really couldn't have gone better. And I, I, um, 
I really, really, really enjoyed it. Well, I think you're going to be a huge contributor to the league, and I think they all saw that. I mean, they were coming up to you and, and recognized how a young person like yourself was taking the time. Everybody's always busy with their own stuff, you know, and, and it's not. this is not about Johnny football. This is about yeah. life, and this is about, you know, I mean, we all have our marketing moments and stuff that we do, but, you know, this is about being in a position of influence and power and, and, and an opportunity to get back and, and make the world a better place. And that's what you're going to do. That's what your parents have done. That's what you're going to do. That's what I try to do every day, you know. And that leads me to, you know, a few questions I want to talk to you about your incredible girlfriend, Danielle, who is, uh, I've done this a long time. I mean, I don't know how many more years I'm going to do this, but I can tell you that very seldom have I ever met anybody as remarkable as Danielle, and she's just so supportive and so upbeat, and so I want what's best for him, whatever happens, and she's um, shown the support, more importantly, the understanding of the process, which is really what this is all about. It's a process, and we have no way, if an agent ever tells you that they can make a difference in where you go in a draft, they're lying to you because they can't. What they can do is they can help open doors and eyes and, 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 and get you trained right and expose you to situations and guide you and navigate, navigate you know, show you the waters and how to navigate because maybe they've been there. But, but, you know, this is on you, and this is, uh, you're ready for it. Now, whatever happens, I believe, will be for the best. Your person of faith, and I want to know what Danielle means to you, and how she's influenced you in this period of time. And um, you're a you're a real lucky guy to have somebody like that in your life. I mean that. Yeah, absolutely. Um, she's uh, she's always been there for me, um, no matter what it is. And I mean, I, I didn't I didn't say it earlier, but I mean, when I want to get away from football, she's also. I mean. I mean, she's one of my best friends, and um, I mean, to get away from it, I talk to her all the time because she knows what I want to deal with, my stress level, everything. Um, she, I mean, like you said, she's one of the most understanding people, and I mean, in the entire world. Um, I don't know how she puts up with me sometimes, but <laughs> she does. She keeps me grounded. Um, she, uh, she really really respects me and like my decisions and she wants what's best for me and i mean like like you said if you just meet her and for five minutes you'd understand that um she she's one of the people that has no preferences of where i go she just wants to have the best opportunity for myself and yeah i, I asked us. her if she had a favorite place where she wanted you to play she said i want him to go wherever he's gonna have the best opportunity yeah absolutely and um uh, She's, uh, she's, I mean, that just pretty much sums her up. She's, um, she's all about giving and, um, and she doesn't, she expects a little to nothing back and it won't even bother. Um, that's what she does for a living and will do. And, um, I mean, she, she does, she means the world to me and I'd do anything for her and I love her to death. Well, it's great to hear that. And I, I, I and it's a sincere answer. I can see it in both of your eyes and the way you support each other. How did the two of you meet? Uh, we met at Indiana University uh, through mm-hmm. mutual friends. Um, it's it's kind of crazy how everything worked out. Um, we met through mutual friends, and uh, we saw each other on spring break. We didn't really talk to each other very much. And then uh, a day or two after we got back 
from spring break, we um, just started hanging out a little bit, and uh, and everything just started kicking off from there. And uh, I mean, I wanted to date her sooner, but uh, she wouldn't let me until I met her parents. And uh, <laughs> I mean, she's a very family-oriented person, and I mean, I'm not gonna lie, that's probably one of the most nervous times I've ever had, and uh, <laughs> in the past couple of years, including now. So, what are they? What um, are they like? Are they? Do they have a preference on where they want you to go? No, absolutely not. Um, I mean, her mom even texted me yesterday morning, said just soak everything in and enjoy it. Um, we're all very proud of you. And, uh, I mean, it's just crazy. Like she, um, I mean, she takes in after her parents. Her parents almost made it to all, every single game, except for, wow. I think, one, except for Wisconsin. And, I mean, they even went to all my home games and away games last year. I mean, I mean, you wonder where she gets it from. It's from them, and uh, I mean, you couldn't ask for better people and 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 a better uh, woman than Danielle. Well, you know, I ask this question a lot. If you could pick anybody living or deceased to have dinner with, who would it be? Oh man, I, I like I said before. It, I mean, football has such a great impact on my life and I mean my favorite player was Brett Favre and I mean I think he would be the one person I would love to have dinner with um he brings so many things to the table uh he's a businessman he's a family man he's been part of he's one of the best quarterbacks to ever play in the league um he had a huge impact on my life um growing up um watching him in the Super Bowls when I was a younger kid and watch how he performed and and seeing him grow up as a player um it sounds it's weird to sound uh, to say but i we i literally saw him grow up as a player until he retired and um just where he's at in life and he just brings all things to the table um I mean, he, 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 uh, I could talk to him about endless things about football. You can talk to him endless things about business and about family, everything. Um, he's a very intriguing man. And, uh, can you identify have, one thing in particular that maybe you see in him that you see in yourself? Yeah, absolutely. And I mean, this is one of the reasons why I enjoyed watching him is just watching him persevere and, um, the, the emotion and his effort. Uh, he he plays through any any kind of injury possible. Um, he played, I mean, close to what two decades in the league. Um, just the way he plays the game, his effort, and the way he loves the game, and he talks about it, uh, is just completely emulates myself. And um, I, I, I loved watching him, and it reminds me of myself a lot. And. Oh. We're going to work on having that dinner for you because a lot of the times people pick, you know, Einstein or Lincoln or something. I'm not too good at pulling that one off, but uh, <laughs> I might be able to get dinner with you and Brett Farr because he's going to want to meet you as much as you're wanting to meet him. I mean, you are a special young man and full of a big, bright future. Uh, we only have a time for about another question or two. Um, it's been a real pleasure to have you on the show. As you look back on your journey, I'd like to ask you, what do you feel is the true meaning of life, the greater purpose of life? Um, just For myself, it's just attacking every single 
thing put in my way um, with all out effort and um, I, if, if you don't do that I just it's it's just something that I can't even fathom like I, I have to do it and it's 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 in my body it's in my mind um, if there's something put in my way any kind of adversity or any obstacle I'm I'm going to attack it and I'm going to try to take that over and that's what I do with every single task and every single negative connotation said about me or anything I'm going to prove them wrong and I'm going to I'm just going to try to take it by the hands and just I'm I'm going to I mean I'm going to attack it I I can't say that enough it's well what advice can you leave with our younger listeners that aspire that are going to be watching you and all the NFL players future NFL players can you give them to follow their dreams in life like you did yours um no matter i mean no matter what's put forth um just believe you can do it um i've had a lot of have a a bunch of positive things happen in my life and i had a a couple negative things and um i I fought through it and um and it got to me where i am today and um somebody says something negative about you um prove them wrong and no matter what it is, whether that be you know a teacher, a coach, a parent, um, anybody, just prove them wrong and um, give it give it your best. Well, you're an amazing young man. You're grounded. The uh, team would be very fortunate to have you on, and you will be on a team by the time Saturday night's over with, and you will make a big contribution to this very special league. I know Jeff Pash saw that in you. I see that in you. The people that you've met along the way. Uh, your parents, Tom and Tony, have been wonderful role models for you. I'm sure your brothers and, and the many people that have watched you play at Indiana. Our time is up, and I'd like to thank Ted Bolzer, future NFL star, for sharing his journey with us. It's inspired me, and I know the many listeners who follow our show in over 180 countries. I'd like to thank our listeners for tuning into A Current Life on the Voice America Variety Channel. And to our sponsors, Green Mountain Coffee, Pure Romance, and Outspace Ball Network, this is your host, Jimmy Gould, signing off. And please join us next Friday at 3 p.m. Eastern for our next episode. And until next time, I wish each and every one of you a journey filled with hope, inspiration, success. And to you, Ted Bolzer, uh, we will be together watching this draft and uh, praying that the outcome is the best outcome that could be their opportunity for you. You've worked hard. You deserve this opportunity, and the league will be better off with people like you in it, and I'm most proud of being able to represent you, and thank you for that opportunity, and all my best, and much love to you and Danielle. Yes, absolutely. Thank you, and again, I appreciate everything you've done, and uh, I mean, this is only a little part of what it's going to end up being, so I'm excited for the future for all of us. Well, thanks for sharing your time with us, and uh, we look forward to you coming back on the show again, and uh, Again, to our listeners, thanks for listening to A Current Life. Thanks again for joining us for A Current Life on the Voice America Variety Channel. Please tune in to another great program with your host, Jimmy Gould, next Friday at 3 p.m. Eastern Time and 12 noon Pacific Time. We'll see you next week.